You're tuned in to Cafe Conversations. I'm your host, Lady D, and I'm so glad to be back with you. It's been a minute since I last recorded anything, and uh, yeah, I'm just really, really, really excited about this recording. I didn't know, man, didn't know that I was going to be recording anything tonight. It just kind of hit me all of a sudden, and there's so much that I need to catch up on. So much has happened. How are you guys doing in the middle of this pandemic? Hope you guys are doing great and you're surviving and you're staying masked and uh, you keep your hands washed and all of that good stuff and uh, just staying safe and staying healthy as possible. I hope and I pray that um, you have not been affected directly by this pandemic. Uh, I know that I've had a couple of friends of mine who have been directly affected. Uh, my best friend, her entire household uh, and beyond, really, um, they all had to battle COVID and they all won, thank God. But yeah, they were all, several members of the family were hospitalized and uh, it was a very scary moment. So yeah, for those of you who think that COVID is not real, trust me, it is very much real all right i saw it with my own eyes via video <laughs> all right but it's so it's so good to be with you uh once again and recording once again i haven't recorded anything i think since the middle of may and i know those of you who listen to the show on a regular basis you're probably saying where in the hell is she at you know she hadn't recorded anything since may what's really going on she was talking about her season three was going to be popping, popping. And now, you know, she just hadn't. Well, guess what, guys? Uh, real long story short, I had a mental breakdown. Uh, yeah, it's very scary. Very, uh, very serious moment for me. I literally uh, snapped, crackled, and popped. As I tell people, I lost it. I had zero control of my thoughts. Um, I cried constantly. My body was in excruciating pain, and I was just so overwhelmed with uh, work. It was so incredibly stressful. My boss was horrible, uh, in my own personal opinion, and um, she did not handle things uh, properly, but that's neither here or there, whatever. (laughs) You know, you live to tell another story. But um, it was just really, really a uh, scary and horrifying moment. I've never been in such a dark, dark place and I've never felt so alone and so uh, trapped. I felt trapped and confined in my situation and um, I literally, I snapped, you guys. I snapped. I wanted to, when I say snapped, I snapped to the point of suicide. I was literally configuring in my mind Um, a cocktail of meds that I could put together where I could just sleep my way out because in my mind at that time I felt like um, if this is what life is at this moment then I don't want to be a part of it you know you can't stop the world and get off so just let me just leave it as it is and that's where I was mentally Uh, There have been several things that have taken place in my life in the last three and a half to four years, and I won't go into grave detail about those things, but those particular things shaped and formed that uh, mental breakdown. And the tipping point was some things that took place on my job, and that pushed me completely over the edge. 
And uh, man, I tell you, it was really a very, very scary moment, not only for myself, but I'm sure for my family as well. Um, I wasn't allowed to be alone. Um, there was someone with me constantly. Um, even now, when I go out, usually there is someone accompanying me out if I have to go to the store or something like that, because I don't really go anywhere beyond the store. Um, but I did go to the harbors <laughs> uh, just to kind of be outside and not be cooped up in my apartment. But yeah, there has been a lot of things that have gone on with me and it has hindered my um, my ability to record. I just wasn't in a good headspace or a good creative space, uh, period. There was no content flowing. There was no content coming to me. There were no ideas or any of that. And although I tried to hold on to the best of my ability, I just simply could not and I lost my grip on life, I feel. And um, yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. And so um, I ended up calling my EAP program on my job and uh, I had done so on several other occasions and without uh, any success with trying to speak with someone. Um, I did speak with someone once and she was so dry. She was drier than the Sahara Desert. That's how dry she was. And she made my situation worse and I became so angry and flustered with her. I just told her, you know what? Let's end this conversation because this isn't working. <laughs> and so um, I called another time and they said someone would call me back and nobody ever did. But I'll tell you real quick about God. Um, when you can't pray, there are others that are praying for you. And at that very moment, for me... Um, I made that final call again to EAP and I got this really nice lady on the phone and um, and if you don't know what EAP is, I believe it is uh, Employee Assistance Program, something to that nature. Um, and I got this really nice lady on the phone and she did her job to the fullest. She assessed me and based on her assessment, she was like, you need some help right now. And she gave me three names and three numbers. And the she gave me three names and three numbers, but she called only one of those names. And that was the person that I called. And that person became my therapist. And they were absolutely uh, God sent. And they were phenomenal. And um, it um, he broke it down to me and said, you know, you are having, you you've had a breakdown. You've had a mental breakdown and they diagnosed me with clinical depression and anxiety and I was severe and I was over the top and so yeah that's where I was I was suicidal and homicidal I was all of it I was ready to whatever just that frame of mind um really got to me uh for those of you who have listened to any of my shows you, I'm sure you've probably heard the show uh, where I talked about having rheumatoid arthritis and having living with a autoimmune disease. And um, that's been, I was di officially diagnosed about two and a half years ago. And uh, that stuff has completely changed my entire life and how I even look at life sometimes. Sometimes that, just dealing with that alone is very depressing uh, to be as young as I am. And today is my birthday. I turned 48 today. And um, so just being able to uh, deal with 
that um, disease alone is depressing, okay? And um, not being able to be as active as I was uh, prior to diagnosing, being diagnosed. And it's just it's just been crazy for me, you know, and then there were some things that popped off in my personal life and my family life and, you know, just life, you know, life happens to all of us. And I've always prided myself as being one who takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Well, I come to tell you today that it's only so many lickings you're going to be able to take before you break. And I reached, wretched whatever the word is, my breaking point uh, a couple of months ago in early June, actually in early June, I reached my, my breaking point. I, I had been feeling it for quite some time. Um, work was making it extra worse for me. Um, just, man, it's a lot I want to say, but I can't say at this moment, but work made it extra worse for me. Um, just my my RA numbers were literally off the chart every time I went to the doctor. My doctor was switching medicines around and trying to figure out a good regimen for me to get um, the inflammation in my body down and to keep my body from attacking itself. And I've been to the ER and uh, for emergency Uh, doctor's visits and everything just trying to get this stuff under control and keep it under control and um, just dealing with that like I said alone was crazy and then things going on at work and you spend most of your time at work you spend most of your time with your co-workers and um, even during the pandemic you know when we started working from home you know it was still kind of stressful because I was you know, informed by my doctor, you can't get this stuff because like you have no immune system to fight this. So you really need to be extra, extra careful. You have to be careful about the people who you allow in your home. You know, I really wouldn't advise you having a lot of visitors. I really wouldn't advise you to be around a lot of people, even if they are your family, and your close friends. And, and that alone, like terrified me in a sense. And, um, just coupled with everything that was going on around me and like I said that there came a breaking point for me when uh, some things popped off on my job and uh, that did it that literally sent me right on over the edge the job itself some you know may beg to differ that you know it's 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 not that stressful or uh, it's not that much work or whatever but right now that I'm out there are four people doing what I do so I don't know um what that's supposed to say you know what I'm saying but I just know that 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 whole moment for me really pushed me over the entire edge and uh it was a very scary very uh very scary moment I didn't know if I was going to see my 48th birthday I didn't to be honest with you there was a point in there where I really didn't care to see my 48th birthday or any other birthday. Um, I didn't do anything for my birthday because we're in COVID. (laughs) We're in the pandemic, you know, uh, wasn't a whole lot that I could do. I gave myself a facial, but yeah, you know, um, so that's what I've been dealing with and going through and battling through and, and all of that. And I'm, like I said, I'm currently in therapy and, um, I am, 
receiving the uh, help that I need and all of that. And I'm taking an initiative to try to help myself heal and get past some things and um, sort them some things out. And I'm, I'm faced with a lot of decisions right now that uh, I need to make in order for me to continue my healing process. And some of those decisions are um, not as easy as other decisions that I've had to make since this uh, took place in my life. And uh, yeah, so (laughs) that's what's been going on with me, guys. It has been it has been a uh, one hell of an experience for me. Uh, Again, I would stress to anyone when you are dealing with someone to be mindful of how you are dealing with those people because you never know what a person is dealing with and going through behind closed doors. You never, ever know. And to assume anything without a proper conversation and approaching that person with care and sincerity, um, you can really, really mess somebody up. And it was scary because like a couple of weeks after I had my mental breakdown Um, and uh, I believe it was Tamar Braxton had tried to commit suicide and then of course then there was uh, someone else another uh, celebrity committed suicide and then there was a of course Nick Cannon and and him having his battles as well it was a lot and, and I just my heart went out to them and I don't know them but my heart still went out to them because I fully understood what it feels like to um, what it feels like to be confined or feel confined or feel like people don't care or feel like people literally, you know, have become so robotic in um, this society that we live in and they just don't have hearts within their chest. You know what I'm saying? It's like they got batteries in their backs instead. And it's crazy. It's really, really crazy that this is where we are. And then on top of that, you had so there's so much racism in the world and so much um, issues, so many issues with police brutality and just coupled with everything. You know what I'm saying? That you never really truly know what a person is truly dealing with on the inside. And it will behoove you to um, be cognitive of that. And, and try to have some sympathy. You may be the hardest-nosed person, or you just may not be a people person, or you may not have any sort of um, in intellectual, relational type, you know, cognitism, but <laughs> it would behoove you to try to develop some, seriously. Um, it's crazy out here, and life, again, happens to all of us, and you can never say what You can never say never, as my grandmother would say. Never say what you won't do or never say what won't happen to you because you never, ever know what will and what won't. None of us can foresee the future, period. We can try to... We can try to dictate it. We can try and um, navigate it, you know, or whatever, but we don't know the actual outcome until it happens. And that's real talk. Um, But that's what I've been dealing with and that's where I've been. So I want to talk a little bit right now about self-care and how to, if you feel yourself in a, at a breaking point, 
be it this pandemic or some things that may be going on in your life, I would behoove you to reach out to talk to someone, um, someone that's willing to listen, someone that's willing to actually hear you out. Um, You know, black people don't like seeking therapy. They don't like seeking help for their personal problems. Black people are very secretive. They don't want to tell people, I don't want nobody in my business. Uh, But I'm so glad that I wasn't that typical average black person with that mentality that I um, I reached out and uh, because I was literally drowning and I reached out and someone caring and kind enough, you know, took my case on and began to help me and walk me through these things. And um, yeah, I'm still here with you today because I could have been dead and gone two, three, four weeks ago because I, I'm telling you, I strategically strategically research the medications that I am currently taking and how I could make my own cocktail to sleep my way up out of this world because the people in this world are so heartless and they don't care about others. They only care about themselves and the moments that they're living in. And it's a sad, sad place that we're living in and it's a sad situation, but it is what it is. But if you are dealing with that, again, reach out. For help. It's nothing wrong with getting counseling. It's nothing wrong with getting help. It's nothing wrong with, you know, saying, hey, I'm in this place and I know this isn't a safe place. It's not a sane place. And I need somebody to help me get through these things. It's nothing wrong with it at all. Do certain things to make yourself feel good. Um, be mindful of people you allow in your life be mindful of people you call friend because everybody that smile in your face and and act like they're on your side is not necessarily on your side they don't necessarily have your well-being you know in perspective or even at heart so be careful who you allow in your space sometimes you know with me I have such a big heart and I'm such a kind-hearted person you know until you do something to me directly you know people can tell me whatever about you but I'm going to still give you the opportunity to make them either uh, a liar or what they're saying about you the truth so that's the type of person that I am but be careful about who you call friend be careful about who you allow into your your personal space period um These are some things that I had to learn the hard way. But that's what life is. Life is about learning. Life is about growing. And life is about evolving constantly. And um, therapy has allowed me to see so much. Um, For instance, allowing people to... People can come along and plant seeds into your life without you ever, ever even knowing, ever even realizing it. And then you'll find yourself... All of a sudden, these seeds take root and they begin to spring up within you and it can really, truly throw you off your game. Things that you know that you know how to do, you begin to doubt yourself. Um, And again, these are some of the things that happened with me and was a part of my breakdown. You know, be mindful of the people you allow into your space Uh, You can't share everything with everybody because everybody's not going to always be happy for you. Uh, There are going to be people who will be in competition with you when there is no competition. There are going to be people 
who will measure themselves up to you and you don't even realize that they're measuring themselves up to you. Be aware of people who are so unhappy that they get thrills out of making you unhappy or picking at you in some shape, form, or fashion. Beware of people who will test your sanctity, if that is a word. Beware of those people who will test your Jesus. You know, there's a song now out that says, try Jesus, but please don't try me. <laughs> well, that's kind of where I am because I throw hands. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that that's kind of where I am at this at this point in my life. Um, I this whole situation has my mindset on it. I'm on a whole nother level. And like I said, I still have some work to do. But I'm on a whole nother level and I see a little bit more clear now. I see where I went wrong. For so long, I was angry with myself for letting um, certain ones into my space. I was angry with myself for being so transparent. I was angry with myself for allowing myself to be vulnerable before people. And, and because it all backfired. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to still be me. I'm just going to use a little bit more wisdom in being me and and. One thing that I was really angry with myself was that I was so closed mouth when I should have spoken up and I should have put some people in their place when they got out of place. So you have to, I learned that you have to teach people how to treat you. You have to set those boundaries and make sure that you stand guard of those boundaries and those confinements and make sure that those people, certain people, are not allowed to go beyond those boundaries. And when they make that attempt to, you have to be um, strong enough and curt enough to say, hey, look, you need to back off, period. You have to learn how to put people in their place. These are some things that I learned. I'm very nonchalant. I'm very laid back. Not a whole lot bothers me. I would rather pray about it and allow God to work it out. But I found myself in a situation where I was praying and nothing was happening. And I'm like, God, what are you doing? What are you trying to say? I mean, I really wanted um, I wanted some things to... Um, I really wanted some things to um, get myself situated. But... I, I just, I couldn't. I really couldn't. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just difficult for me to uh, to put some things together for myself. And, and I found myself in this rut, man. And, and I just, I didn't, I didn't speak up when I should have spoke up. I allowed some things to transpire. And I should not have allowed them to transpire because it gave other people the misconception that I was weak or the misconception that I was a punk or the misconception that they could do certain things to me and there would be no repercussions. But um, thank God for who he is again and thank God for uh, him being in my life and, and maneuvering in my life the way that he has and for keeping me yet still in the land of the living because when I tell you I was ready to throw in the towel. I was truly ready to throw in the towel. And so right now I'm speaking to someone who may be in that mindset. There may be so many different things going on in your life right now. And you feel like you cannot grab hold or you cannot find a grip. You cannot focus or bring your brain, your mind, your thoughts, your feelings into focus. I just want you to know that there is help out there. 
See, people always prided me on being the strong one. You know, I'm the one that was going to pray. I'm the one that was going to speak life into your dead situation. And then I couldn't even pray for my own self. If you've ever been in a position where you couldn't even pray, you couldn't even moan. If you've ever been in a position where you ran out of tears to cry, that's a bad place to be. It's a bad place for yourself and it's a bad place for all of those around you. Because at that point, you stop caring. But again, I thank God for Jesus and I thank Jesus for the Holy Ghost. Because had it not been for God on my side, even when I didn't realize he was on my side, I wouldn't be here. Literally. There's, like I said, there's so much that I want to say that I can't say at this very moment. But there will come a time when I'm able to just literally lay it all out there for you. But I just want you to be encouraged if you are in this position right now, listening to this podcast. I want you to be encouraged because there is hope and there is help. You just have to reach out for it. If it means walking away, walk away. And that's a hard decision to to, to make when, you know, when you, you are being very cerebral about it. You know, um, it's a hard decision. And but you have to put your health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health and your physical health first, because there are people who say they care about you when they don't give a damn. And that's real talk. So you got to start putting yourself first. And I made up in my mind that I'm putting myself first from now on and that I'm teaching those who have no idea how to deal with me, how to handle me, how to address me, how to approach me. I'm giving out classes nowadays because never again do I ever want to be in the position where I was. That was scary for me. I don't want to ever be in a position where I want to take my own life and don't want to be in a position where I want to take someone else's life either. But to me, that makes more sense than wanting to take my own. But I've been in both spots, period. But again, there's nothing wrong with asking for help when you need help. Somebody will listen, period. And when you can't pray, Somebody is praying. It is what it is. I just wanted to put that out there and drop this recording and kind of give you guys again, you know, a little background of what's been going on with Cafe Conversations. Uh, Cafe Conversations is still growing and going strong, even though I have had not had um, or been in a good headspace or creative space where I could create anything new um so much has happened like i said even in the midst of a pandemic you know uh one of my assignments for uh doing therapy was to do something creative and so i had been working on a little business plan for quite some time and i'm proud to say that in the midst of a breakdown was born pretty girl media And uh, Pretty Girl Media is my new small company uh, where we do graphic designs for small businesses. We do business cards. We do um, social media kits. We do um, flyers, just about anything media, voiceovers, uh, short videos, 
short videos with voiceovers. So if you um, know somebody with a small business and they don't have a whole lot of money in their budget, but they want something that looks good and that represents their brand or their business, their organization, please, please tell them about Pretty Girl Media and allow us to meet your social media needs. Uh, Again, it's prettygirlmedia.net, prettygirlmedia.net. Go over there and place your order. You can pay on-site through PayPal. And um, yeah, I'm just excited about that. I even launched a YouTube channel right before I broke down. And um, I ended up changing it to Pretty Girl Media TV because I want to be able to um, talk about everything, kind of like do an overall vlog of some of the things that I deal with and go through. Um, I started juicing, so I want to be able to share some of my juicing recipes on my channel. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about rheumatoid arthritis uh, and having living with an autoimmune disease and even dealing with mental illness and mental health and how important it is and how so easily so many people just uh, dismiss it when it's a serious, serious situation um, and all of that. So. Uh, so many different things that have gone on and taken place and I'm excited about it and and some things I'm kind of sad that happened you know the breakdown itself like I said was very very scary and I'm kind of sad that it happened but I'm kind of glad that it happened because it allowed uh, some things to come forth in my life but uh, yeah that's what's been going on with me and all of that and I hope that you enjoy this episode of Cafe Conversations stay tuned for much more we got a lot coming up and a lot ahead so i just thank you for supporting thank you for hanging in there with me and all of that and i really do appreciate it i'm your girl lady d and i thank you so much for hanging in there with me and staying tuned in to cafe conversations until next time you guys have a blessed one